Hello, YouTube. Today I have a call with an Argentinian investor. He has all kinds of different businesses and assets in the U.S., and he wants to know about his tax return filing requirements. So we're going to talk a little bit about what he's doing and what he has to do still. It's a good call. Juan's a really nice guy, and I think uh, you'll enjoy it. So let's get to the call. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. And I also... What I'm doing now is I have a, a separate camera like right here so I can get two angles. We'll see how that okay. <laughs> So you're, you're like a superstar for real, huh? I mean, I've been doing this for a while. I'm trying to make it better. If I'm going to be doing it, I might as well make it as good as possible in terms of quality, right? So, so one, um, thanks for showing up for the call and scheduling the call. Um, let me see from the calendar if you left any notes for me. Where are you calling from today? Uh, right now, I'm in Argentina. In Argentina, okay, and you have great English. Um, I went to school over there, that's why I went to school in the U.S. Where did you go to school? South Carolina. Oh, cool, I, I grew up in South Carolina. What, which school in South Carolina do you go to? Francis Marion, it's okay. uh, Florence. When I, was, when I was a child, way back, uh, I had season tickets to the Gamecocks, University wow. of South Carolina, so we wow. would go to the game, and that's when they were terrible. They get blow out every game. They were so bad when I when we had tickets. <laughs> when I was there, they were like top. Yeah, they were. Uh, they were. They they, they, they they. It's funny that like when I was there, Steve Spurrier was coaching the Gators, and Steve Spurrier was like he was running. They would be up forty points, and he's running trick plays, flea flickers, and stuff. I don't know if you follow football, but um, no. He was just like it's basically he. They were up five goals, and he would just running the attack at him to score more score more and then they they go around and hire him to be their coach and that's when they turn the program around so that was pretty funny to oh me. okay i didn't know that because i i only went to one game because it was a huge game between them and clemson yeah sure so, that's always um, good clemson got yeah. really good recently clemson yeah at that, at that point they were both of them were top 10 so they were really going at it so it was it was a lot of fun but I'm not a fan of football, uh, at least not American soccer football. You know, it's it's a complete, it's a unique game. It's the it's the chess of the sports world. You know, there's a breaks and thinking. It's very, it's a lot. I, but I like it though. It's 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 fun. I I enjoy watching a game. It's, it's really okay. complicated for sure. I mean, I grew up playing it and stuff, but it's um it's just a really complicated game. And it's mm -hmm. uh you know I like I like watch I watch more soccer than football now to be honest with you. I'm all I'm into the oh, Premier, I'm in the Premier League. Uh, watch all of the games. Yeah, it's really good. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Well, anyways, how can I help you? Um, what questions do you have for me today? Uh, well, basically, uh, the most important one was that um, I, I have an, I, I think on the email I told you, I have an LLC already in, uh, in Florida since 2019. Um, and with, with that LLC, I bought a small business, uh, which is a shipping and packing small business. And through that LLC at the same time, what I did is I, I bought a small property that I'm working on rebuilding. It was it was damaged by by you know by a hurricane or something like that, and so we're rebuilding it. So basically, I'm doing two different things with the same LLC. Um, okay. What yeah. what kind of assets do you have in the packaging company? Do you like own the building or something? No, that's a rental. I have a down payment for the for security deposit, which was quite large because I, I'm a, I'm a foreigner. Um, so uh, basically. The asset is the store itself, which I paid for, uh, you know, the, the franchise and, and, and the business itself, two employees and all the, you know, the, the, the equipment and stuff like that. So uh, that, that's on the store side. Yeah. So that's, so you have to file your, 
basically your personal taxes to report the results of that business because that's an actual business doing business in the U.S. And the risk of having both under the same LLC is the legal liability. You okay. know, that's, that's really the issue. So if someone comes in your store and slips, they can sue you and take the house, you know? So, okay. so that's why you want to have two LLCs um, for the two different investments. You'll, you'll end up selling the house. Uh, I guess you're trying to flip it, you know, the yeah. same thing. So if someone, if someone goes into your, uh, one of your houses, if someone breaks into it at night and, like again falls down the stairs then they can sue you and take all your assets from your store so you don't that's what the risk of having it in one llc from a legal standpoint which is the principal purpose of the creation of the llc and 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 like for everything most people use it for you know payment processing and banking and things like that which is awesome but yeah um that's the real reason for it yeah sounds that's that's kind of the idea right now uh but the, the big question is should I file personal taxes in U.S. being Certainly. not being, I should? Okay. Yeah, so here's why. You probably had a loss last year because you just started everything, right? Yeah, exactly. So you want to file taxes to claim your loss and get credit for your loss and carry it forward because when you sell the house, you're going to have gains. You're going to have income. And you can use your past losses against your future income. And you, and you have to pay taxes in the U.S. on all of this stuff because you have, you know, it's all physically in the U.S. It's all... Mm. Okay, so I, I file taxes. Obviously, I'm not going to pay because of the laws. Yeah. But not being a, a U.S. resident or citizen, I still do have to file. If you want to take credit for your losses, because you'll certainly have to file um, when you, uh, for your gains. So as a foreign person, here's what's going to happen. You're going to fix this house up and you're going to sell it, right? Yeah. The buyer in escrow is going to be required to withhold 15% of the selling price. And that's a FERPTA. FERPTA is the law there. So the, the buyer is going to have to, they're going to withhold 15% of the selling price and you would have to file your taxes to claim that money back. And basically you have to show your, you have to, um, you know, it's just like with withholding taxes. So you're going to have to file and, and pay your taxes to get that money back. And if you have losses from the prior year, that'll lower the tax you have to pay. Okay. Okay. So that's going to happen. It's going to go through, unless someone's a, a cash buyer who sends the cash directly to your account, they won't do that. They're going to use an attorney and they're going to go through escrow. That's just how it, how everyone does it. And uh, then to title everything you need, you, you can get a FERPTA certificate and lower the amount of withholding. But if you have profits, then you're going to have to pay some tax and you have some withholding anyways. Okay, so I mean, basically, the, the main reason would be to account those losses from the first year of investments, and, and then was, sure. that was actually last year. That that's basically why why I would do it. From the state side, would they see? Because I have to apply. I, I told you I think on the email that I have to apply for an E two visa. Basically, uh, the main reason for me to buy in this packing business was to establish a business in us, which is what the E2 requires, you know, and mm -hmm. the, this personal tax filing, will, will it help or will it hurt or it doesn't matter at all on the, it, I would imagine it wouldn't hurt. It's only going to help. It's you're okay. paying, you're showing that you're paying taxes in the U S and again, this is going, this is just to claim your losses to lower your future taxes. Okay. So it's, it's not, it's, um, really it's just important that you do it otherwise you're leaving money on the table for no for no reason okay okay sounds perfect so i should do it okay and, and then yeah yeah and another thing is um 
I don't know if you if you paid cash for this stuff, but as a non-resident, you have like a, some estate tax exposure. Uh, a way to to avoid some of that would, you know, there's a couple of different ways to avoid it. But you okay. know, if something happens and uh, a tree falls on you and you die or something crazy, then you know, for your family to get the property, they have to basically yeah. file a tax return, pay taxes, wait basically a year for it to go through probate than to get the property themselves. So, and, and I have a lot of clients who come to me after they have to pay all these taxes. So it's always, it might be worth it to consider setting up a structure if you're going to be doing a lot of deals like this. So you're always protected all the time. Okay. Well, we can look into that. So yeah, that's in case something strange or something funny happens. I mean, if, you, if you, you know, if you die, I mean, I don't want to be morbid about it, but you know, if you, no, no. if you own it yeah. and you die, it's going to take a year for your family to get it and they're going to have to pay taxes on it. So you, when you can avoid that, Maybe you avoid it by getting a small a term life insurance policy that would cover your taxes and cover that stuff. Maybe you just do that. So I don't know. It it depends the the value. I think you said it wasn't that expensive, like a two hundred thousand dollar house or something, right? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be the selling price is going to be around two two hundred thousand. Okay, so it's not a ton of risk for you. No. Not, so um, we get some life well, insurance. It's not like I have a lot of it. It's not like I have a lot of them around. So it, it, it could be a big deal. <laughs> I don't know. It's an educational call. I'm trying to tell people about what's going on. So I understand. I understand. <laughs> but 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 that's that's uh, that's a, that's an important point. And and actually, I was looking at those term insurance the other day to see. I I didn't know they existed. Actually, it's cheap. It's so you could probably get one for like yeah. forty bucks a month, and it'll give you five hundred thousand dollars. And it's yeah, just like a exactly. 10 or twenty year term. So. You know, yeah. while you have things that are semi-exposed to estate taxes, it might make sense to have a little extra expense that way. And since you're, it's not that much money right now uh, in terms of what you're investing, you could do a really small term policy. It's probably fine. Yeah, what I read about it, that, it, that it's not like the life insurance that you actually have an amount. You, you have a capital. You don't have any capital here. You just, at the end no. of the term, that's it. It's gone. Yeah, it's over. If you don't die, you don't get any money. If you do, you get money. And it's, but because of that, it's cheaper. It's a, yeah. it's very cheap and everyone should have some, if you have a family and you have things to pay for, you should have something and you know, why not pay 30 bucks a month for <laughs> that much? Yeah, that's it, it is. I was actually looking at that. It was like 19 to get like 250. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's nothing. Very, it's very, nothing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, again, like most people, it, it's based on your age and the odds and stuff. And for them to make money, most people don't die. So, I mean, if you don't die, congrats, you didn't die. So that's, you're still a winner. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that's that's the best part of it, right? Yeah, it's you know I have I have a lot of conversations with people about the state taxes, and it's some people get weird about it, but you know I'm just talking about the facts. Of things. You guys are you you guys are not in Florida, right? No, I'm in Miami. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Oh, that's great. I didn't know that. I didn't actually check where you guys were based, so I guess you know Florida pretty good then. Yeah, I'm in Miami. You see, you see, we're in Brickell. There's oh great. There's 95. You see the highway? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Love the place. I have a friend down there in Brickell. Um, so yeah, and, and, the, and the third thing that I have that I told you, is, which is a small too, it's uh, I put some money because I had some money left when I closed the deal, the house and whatever, I put a little money into stock market. So, and that's on the LLC account too. So... Um, the same thing you still have the same you could i would just put that in your own name keep it separate because there's no legal liability really for having um stocks but again if something happens it would still be under the llc company umbrella and it would be exposed to the legal threats of the legal liability right okay yeah so it's better to have it on my name 
Uh, have it in your name or have a separate LLC, but I would just have it an LLC for each each property you flip. You don't need to sell the LLC. You can sell the property out of the LLC and use the same LLC for every property that you're going to be flipping. For the, for the next property and everything. Yeah, you can use the same LLC and then use a separate um, company for your your business. In in this case, uh, would you would you use another LLC in, in a different state or? No, no. It's really it's good to have the LLC in the state where your your stuff is located. Is it better? Yeah, it's better because. Officially, if you open a Delaware LLC for real estate in Florida, you have to register in Florida anyway. So you're just paying to be registered in both places. You know, you're because if a property is physically located in a state, you're doing business in a state, you have to register in that state. Okay. So it makes sense just to open the LLC in that state. Otherwise, you're paying to have it in two states for no reason. Oh, so if I have a Delaware one, I, I will still have to pay registration in both states. Yeah, you still have to pay and open it out. You have to register it in Florida because you're doing business in Florida. Oh, okay. So that's I why what you did was great because you opened Florida LLC, so you did it the right yeah. way. Yeah, but I have a, I have a, I have a, um, we opened a new LLC last year uh, in Delaware. It was just, we opened it just in case we're thinking about, um, there was a lot of stuff going on here in our country and everything. So I, I was, I was thinking that maybe we should have another one there. And uh, right now I have no use for it. So I'm trying to figure out if I should. You can use it. What you should do is use it for um, just sucking profits out of things and use it as a, uh, like a consulting LLC. So if you make a, if you have a lot of profits from your store and you don't, and you want to send it somewhere else, just send it over there as an expense. I mean, you still, so like, let's say your business, your physical business makes a hundred thousand dollars profit and you send $50,000 of expenses, consulting fees to your other LLC. That's an expense to your U.S. business um, that would lower your U.S. taxes. And then officially the other business isn't, do your consulting business in Delaware isn't doing, have anything to do with the U.S. So you wouldn't have to pick up any of that income. So oh. use, that could be like a sneaky way. In Argentina, it's all the same. You have to pick it up, but it's a sneaky way to lower your U.S. taxes, and you know it's not. Maybe there's some reasons why you shouldn't do it or whatever. You have to have a business purpose for it, and if you have a, obviously you're running the business from remotely, so sounds good to me. That's a good idea. Something yeah, to think I, about. I, you know, that's like what what we advise our clients to stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds very good. Uh, the one that uh, using the Delaware one to to be like the yeah administration one or, or yeah the counseling or management yeah, company it's a management, management company yeah management company right sounds yeah. great yeah digital perfect. management company yeah so then you can lower your taxes so i think already this has already been worth it the price of admission was already worth it for this call right oh big time <laughs> big time but and you answered the most important question I actually i was trying to figure out what if i should Present taxes or not? Because I was talking to to the, to there's a lady that that did the taxes because uh, I don't know she, she lives uh, she has the, the the office near my my store so that's why I ended up with her but she wouldn't advise me she just wanted to she tell me it's up to you so I was like well that's I know that it's up to me but I kind of would like to have an idea <laughs> if it's better or worse or that's or doesn't matter or yeah but you're you're making sense that I should. Claim your losses. If you have losses, um, claim it. And if you have income, you are doing business in the U.S. You have a store there, so you have to pay tax on it. Yeah. Especially Definitely. for the E-2 visa. The E-2 visa, um, I know my, my attorney's in the other room, and I ask him questions all the time about it, but 
you know, if you if you're you're basically telling the government about what you're doing. So you should probably pay your taxes on it if you have profits. And hopefully you have profits. If you make money, you pay taxes. And then in Argentina, you should be able to get a credit for what you pay here. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I imagine that's how it works. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's complicated. Argentina is very complicated in many ways. I actually have to look at it into that. But I'm looking forward to be a resident over there in the, in the short run anyway. So, yeah. So did you apply I'm, for the E2 already? No. That's why um, it was... Maybe, maybe I can have a talk with the or, or, or have a, con, a consultation with your partner there and see. Sure. I'll, I'll put this email in the chat. Just email him. He's really nice. Okay. Okay. I'll talk to him and, and see. Um, I have I have a couple of questions that I know it's a, it's a good investment that you have to do in the, in the ways that uh, I know it's not inexpensive to do it. But well, you, well, you're doing two things. The, the house flipping could be a US, it could be an E2 visa qualifying thing too. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they too requires from what I read that you give employment and you give, uh, you know, that's yeah, there's, it's, it's really interesting. I have, I talked to a guy yesterday who got an E2 with no employees and he got it fine. He didn't, he just like let it expire cause he couldn't come back or for whatever. But you know, the current administration is a little tighter on, on what they're allowing. There's still, obviously okay. people are still getting visas, but okay. Um, you know, you gotta talk to the attorney out the the okay. attorney on that. We, he's definitely the ones that are gonna help you. And I put okay. his email up in the chat if you, you can. Great, I, I just saw it. That's great. And um, okay, and I'm going to send you some more questions. And uh, as they come out, I think that's pretty much the the main idea of what I had for today. And I'm going to talk to Joaquin, I guess. Is that, yeah, talk uh, to Joaquin. It's really nice. Joaquin. And uh, is he making also phone calls like this, or just he's on he, the regular? He, I'm trying to get him to do it. He's, uh, he, he's, um, uh, it's, attorneys are weird with the, what they can do, like in oh. terms of marketing. Uh, being a CPA, assessor fiscal, like what I'm, what I'm doing, it's like uh, the, there's a lot less marketing regulation. So I don't know. I'm sure he, if you want to, he, I'm sure he'll do a free call if you can put it on the on his YouTube channel because he has one. He's getting it. He's growing it. Oh, is it? <laughs> okay, I'm going to propose it because for, for the first time, I think this is the best way to get to know who is on the other side. I like that, and uh, and and you know, it, you it, need it, yeah, it, I like it because it lets me um, call, have calls with people and give them all the answers and help my audience. And since I can't do it all day for free for no reason, like and not get clients, but um, if I if I'm not going to get a client, at least I'll get some content from my channel. That's what I'm, that's how I look at it. And I'm happy to help everyone. Cause I know a lot of the, a lot of what I do, just like everything in the world, all the information is out there. If you ever want to learn something, yeah. you can find it. So might as well learn it for me. Yeah. But in the long run, a lot of people are going to end up with you because uh, at the end you start with consultation, but in, in the short term, you're going to need some help. But that's, it always happens. For me, it happens every time. I just, I feel like maybe I can do it. And sooner or later, I need to call somebody, you know? Well, you have, there's people that have time and there's people that have money. And people, most people don't have both. That's so. true. <laughs> this is very true. It is. It is. So you, take, you have to take advantage of that. So, uh, well, thanks for your time. And uh, I'm going to talk to Joaquin. Um, I don't know. I, I'll, um, I'll send you an email with any questions that I have and we can go from there. Sure. Happy to help. Um, and uh, if you don't have... One last thing, if you don't have any tax to pay, um, you don't really have to, you can file late without any penalties for a personal tax return. However, actually, now that you're a foreign person with the LLC, you do have to file form 5472 before July 15th. 
When did you open your LLC? It was open like uh, September last year. So if you contributed money to it or had any transactions or paid to open it, then you would have to file this form 5472 before July 15th, which is like next week. Yes. And, and um, what is that called for? Call I, I can't believe I almost forgot to tell you that. Um, the form is? 5472. 5472. Okay. Yes. And it's... Uh, there was a change in the laws in 2017, which require now um, non-residents with um, single member foreign owned US LLCs to be treated like a corporation for purposes of this form. And this form is to report transactions between um, a, foreign, uh, a foreign owned US company. And the transactions for an LLC are payments to open the company, payments to close the company, or any other payment of money between the LLC and the and the owner or any other related parties. So what, what in, my, in my case that I ha I have ninety nine percent and I have a one percent that belongs to an a US LLC. Who owns the other US LLC? It's actually it's a family thing. It's a family LLC. It's other are, are members of my family. Are they US people? No. Okay. So okay. So that's that's better and that's complete that's different then i I, okay. I now i remember your email because you asked me like a simple question and i said that's a loaded question now i remember that email so mm -hmm. so yeah so you so you ha don't have an llc you have a partnership this is actually a, a partnership um yeah, it is. okay yeah it is but it's, it's still called an llc right but it's, it is an llc but in terms for tax it, for, for tax a multi-member llc is a partnership so okay um you can still you have to file a different uh, return you wouldn't file so what you would file is a partnership return, a form 1065, reporting your um, profit and loss. And from there, you file a 1040NR to report your portion of the profit and loss. Okay, so I don't do the 5472. You, you don't have to do that form, which is good. The, yeah. the 1065 is late though, so, but there is, there, are, um, there, there is a lot of relief right now for filing late, so you're not, I think you still have to file by July 15th though. Okay. Um, but in any case, if the losses aren't very much, then maybe you don't want to. If you if you, you didn't do that much in 2019, then maybe you can skip it. Um, but you would for personal. I mean, for the company, for the LLC. Oh, oh, we already did. Uh, we, I think we filed the uh, the taxes for 2019 like two weeks ago. Uh, how how do you file them? With an accountant. Yeah, but you you said you have oh. a, a multi-member LLC. Did you do a partnership tax return? Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay, so you did all this. Okay. No, no, for for the partnership, yeah, I did. I I did that. Uh, I I sent that to that to that lady that you know I told you is by my store. She did okay. all the all, all the paperwork for the store for the business. That's done. Um. So basically, that that was it. And then she asked me, "Are you going to file personal?" And this, that's when my question started. It's like, I don't know, should I? And then okay, so she filed the yeah. tenth, she filed the partnership tax return, and then yeah. she asked if yeah. you want to file the personal return. Okay, so I, I yeah. missed a lot in our call. No, no, so sorry, maybe, maybe, so, maybe I wasn't clear. Sorry. No, it's fine. So, so yeah, I mean, if you want to claim the losses um, yeah. from the partnership, okay. then you file a personal return, and it's pretty straightforward. It's not okay. all you're doing is putting that one number in there. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that because yeah, it's it's, it's better. And as we're going, going to, and that's a good question for Joaquin. Yeah, I will try to talk to him and uh, see if I can. He can tell me if that's that's a good thing also for the for the E2 visa because probably like you say, it's going to show that uh, that I'm doing the right thing. You know.
Yeah, exactly. Any kind of business can get the visa, but you have to um, be at least the 50% owner, which you are. So yeah, should be right. Fine. Okay, so I'm glad that you don't have that. You did all your taxes already. Um, and yeah. So for the personnel, there's, there's still a, a deadline, right? Not if you only have losses. This doesn't really matter. Oh, okay. But you have, you have to pay, a, a, you know, an, a, because if you're late, a late fee or something like that? Or? No, there's no penalties if you have losses for a personal return. Only if you have like, um, for businesses, there's some penalties, sure. But if okay. there's, um, not for just a personal tax filing, there's no penalties for filing late as long as you have no balance due. Oh, perfect. Well, that's, that's good news. Yeah. <laughs> that's worth the call again. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I'll, I'm happy to help. And, um, yeah, yeah hopefully, um, you know, Joaquin, you, you work with Joaquin, he can help you here too. Yeah, I hope so. Okay. Well, um, Juan, thank you for a call. You have any other questions? Uh, no, not really. No, that not right now. I think that that's pretty good. And, um, um, I, I like the, just, just as a note, I like the video that I saw that you got, I think you were talking to a guy from Spain that he was managing assets. Um, the trading one. Yeah. 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 Because uh, I, I'm doing some of that. And in the long run, I would, I would like to do a little bit of that. Maybe real estate and, and, and assets at the same time, and maybe stock market, but yeah, well, if you start managing a lot of assets, then the uh, the asset, the uh, state, like having a company that's not subject to estate taxes is probably very important because can you imagine managing assets like a million dollars worth of assets, not all yours, and then and then the tree falls on you and you die, and then you have to pay 40% uh, taxes on that, and then your clients don't get their money back. So, you know, that's that's where asset estate tax planning is really important. And that that that's a different state. That that's where you you're no, talking about. No, it's like it's when you have a it's different structure. You could do it oh, through okay. like a partnership. Okay. Actually, partnerships work a lot, or you could do okay. it's just to make sure you do it right. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that's that's a good one for another call then. Okay. All right. Okay, well, sounds good. Well, thanks for your call. Want to make sure you email Joaquin. I will do that right now. Thank you. Okay. See you. Have a good one. Hey, YouTube. I hope you enjoyed that call. I think it went really well. Juan has a lot going on, and uh, I think. Uh, I think it was a really helpful call. If you liked it, give me that thumbs up. If you want to see more, subscribe. If you want to talk to me yourself, link in the description below. Happy to talk to you and um, look forward to seeing you on the next video. Until then.